All right, everybody, welcome back to episode number five of the Young and Successful podcast. Today, we are going to do something a little bit different. We are going to, instead of interviewing somebody and getting their story, it's just Tyler and I here talking. We are going to discuss a certain topic. And the topic that we're going to discuss and learn from Tyler about today is building a brand on social media and networking yourself as an individual. Um, this is for the people that want to become creators, whether it's on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, you know, um, Patreon, whatever it is. Tyler is going to go through the ins and outs of what he has done in the past to help individuals become creators and mark, trademark themselves so that they can work with brands, um, they can have influence and, and have an audience and have a reach. So we're going to go over that. And then um, hopefully that you'll like the new format. It's interesting. Um, I'm actually really excited for this because it actually is something that Tyler does every single day. Um, this is his world that he lives in. So he helps individuals and businesses go from zero to, you know, having these big, huge reach uh, and these big, huge audiences on the social media platform. So I'm sitting here with Tyler and we're going to go over this um, kind of what he thinks is the best way to start. So Tyler, let's say I am an individual. I want to branch out into the creator world. Mm -hmm. I have, you know, 120, 200 followers on Instagram because it's, you know, people I went to Facebook with or high school with and yeah, I, yeah. you know, have Facebook friends. Uh, how do I, how do I reach the next level? How do I start? What are the key things? If I'm starting at, you know, ground zero, What's kind of the first step? Yeah, that is a great question. Actually, the kind of the reason we're doing this topic right now is because this is a question that's been asked of me a few times just in the past week. Um, some people that are looking to start different types of channels, kind of build their their personal following. So I think that's why we're kind of t covering this topic today. I think is a question, you know, a lot of people have. They want to build that that personal brand, whether it be, you know, beauty bloggers or health and fitness type of, you know, bloggers yeah. and people like that. So it's interesting because when we were in high school, I mean, elementary school and, and junior high, this didn't exist. The only place you could watch these people was on cable TV or satellite. Yeah. yeah. And now because of social media and all these different apps and, and the internet, anybody can become something. And it gives, mm -hmm. you know, whether or not you live in Los Angeles or Hollywood or New York City and you live in Idaho you know, you can build an audience. So um, in, this is kind of applicable to anybody that's looking to do it. Absolutely. I totally agree. So here's my first, I guess I'm going to go over three main points that I would give, you know, advice that I would give someone if they were looking to build their own personal brand. So that first point that I'm going to cover is creating value. So, and what I mean by that is whatever you're doing, you must create value for the audience that is, you know, watching or consuming your media. Um, okay. You need to be able to bring something, I guess, not necessarily unique to the table, but in a way, yes, unique. You need to be able to create value in their lives, whether it be, you know, like I said, like a fashion person or even like a, let's say, let's take, for example, these fitness uh, Instagram stars. The way they're bringing value to the table is by teaching others what they know and how they got to where they are. You know, you see these these women or these men that have are in incredible shape. Um, you know, people envy, you know, how they look, things like that. So the way that they're creating their value is by showing people how they got to that point and allowing people to kind of get an inside scoop on how they are, where they are. 
Um, oh. So create something unique that's not just generic run of the mill. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Okay. And being being able to, for people need to be able to relate with that and be able to come to your channel and be able to um, consume whether it's through pictures, whether it's a blog, whether it's through you know video content, but they be, must be able to consume th- something that is going to b- create value within their own lives. If it's just, you know, if you're just posting pictures of selfies, you know, standing in the middle of the road, sure, some people might like to see that, but that's not creating any value for anyone's lives. And it's going to be really hard to build your personal brand and grow a following by just posting selfies, random selfies every once in a while. Okay. So the people that follow you, whether it's a hundred, you know, or I think that's what I had before I met my wife. Yeah. Um, The people that follow you you have to give them something of value so that they enjoy following so that they double tap the photo and like it. And then other people can see it, realize, Oh, this is cool. This is valuable. I've learned something. And then they'll follow you. Exactly. And don't get too caught up in the numbers either. I mean, that's something I would say. If you have 200 followers, kill it for those 200 followers. Try to get 200 200 likes on every post that you put up. Every single person that follows you likes what you put out. You know you're doing a good job if that's the case. If you're getting one like and you have 200 followers, obviously whatever you're doing isn't, you know what I'm, it's not creating value for that person. They don't care about what you're putting out there. Exactly. So just kill it for those 200 people. Don't get so caught up in the numbers because you're not going to start out with 20,000 followers. It's just not going to happen. You're going to start out with zero. Some of your Facebook friends are going to start liking your stuff. You might get discovered through some hashtags. You might get discovered because someone reshares a post of yours, whatever it is, but just make sure you're always doing your best to create value, to provide, you know, a valuable, whether it's through, you know, working out, whether it's through cooking, whether it's through, for, I guess in my case, through teaching other people how to create videos or how to market your business, but create that value, figure out who are you, what do you know, what kind of knowledge do you have and build around that. So in my world in finance, there's a category of Twitter called FinTwit and it's the finance Twitter Uh and the individuals that are the most popular and have the most following and the most engagement, um, which is interaction with their followers on, on finance Twitter are the ones that actually tweet ideas and interesting commentary. Exactly. There's a million there's a million traders out there on Twitter and a mm-hmm. lot of them just offer commentary like, "Wow, look at the market. Look what it's doing." But they don't engage in and say, "Oh, here's why I think it's doing this and here's what I think will happen in the future." And whether or not they're right or wrong, and most of the time they're wrong, um, but they they provide some sort of information that I value and so I follow them because I want, "Oh, yes, this is valuable to me in my profession. Mm-hmm. I like what they're saying and I appreciate that they're going out of their way to produce this form of value to the market. Exactly. Right? And so I, whether or not it's finance or Instagram or you know whatever it happens to be, I, I think that that's important because if you just throw up a picture of your good looking face, you know, and you don't say, Oh, here's how I get this good looking face, right? Exactly. You know, nobody's going to want to follow you. Maybe they will for the wrong reason, but you're not going to build an interaction or or engagement. Exactly. I totally agree. Um, And kind of along those lines as well is you don't have to be an expert in everything. You don't have to know everything, you know, but teach people what you do know and how you learn that. So that also kind of brings me to my point of, don't fake anything online either. Okay. Don't try to yeah. be someone you're not. People right. will see right through that and it will be impossible to build a following because they know whatever you're talking about is fake. If I went online and I tried to create a professional cooking channel, people 
no one's going to want to watch. I guess they might, and they just might make fun of me because I have no <laughs> clue what I'm doing with cooking. Yeah. So I'm not going to try to do that. However, that being said, if you are looking to start a cooking channel and you don't know anything about cooking, here's what you can do. Document your journey as you're trying to learn how to cook. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's really interesting because on Instagram, I follow this guy who is, it's funny that you mentioned this, he's called Learning to Smoke. Uh-huh. And it's, he smokes all these different foods and he's going to be in a competition barbecue. Okay. And so he's documented his entire journey of like you know, a thousand plus posts on Instagram uh-huh. of you know, here's what I'm starting out. I'm really terrible at it. And now he, as I followed him for like the last six months, I, every time I open Instagram, I'm like, man, I'm starving because food looks so good. Yeah. And his popularity is growing like crazy because yeah. he's genuine and he's actually taking somebody on his journey. So that is another approach you can take. Yeah. So that that being said, I mean, you don't have to, if you want to start a, a, say, let's say you want to be a fitness blogger, but you're just starting out your fitness journey. You've never really been consistent with fitness. You've never done any training. You don't know anything about it really, other than the fact that you've gone to the gym a few times. Don't go online and be like, Hey, I'm going to teach you guys how to become fit because you don't know anything. You can't teach someone how to be fit if you haven't even taught yourself. Right. Gotcha. But go online and say, I am going to be teaching myself how to become fit and I'm going to let you guys follow along that journey as I learn. And then you will be able to start teaching people as you go along and you learn it for yourself. And they'll appreciate that you're being genuine and honest. Absolutely. And transparent. So don't fake it until you make it. No, right? no. I would Show everybody don't. how you make it. Now there are people out there that for sure do that. Um, yeah. You get a lot of these Instagram stars that will rent a Lamborghini just to take a picture no by way. and say, oh, look at this hustle. You know, look, look how much I hustled <laughs> to get to where I am. And it's just a rented Lamborghini. They'll spend a bunch of money to rent it for a weekend or whatever. I don't be that person. I hate yeah, those I mean, kind of people. It may work man. temporarily, but it's not going to, you're not going to build yeah. longevity. Yeah. Don't fake something. Be genuine, like you said, which kind of brings me to my next point of being authentic. Be okay. yourself. Be you. Don't try to be someone else. Don't try to be, you know, if you're not, like I said, if you don't know how to cook and you're trying to come online and, you know, say, hey, I'm a chef. I know what I'm doing. People will see right through that. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You're not. not, And people know that. So be you. And also don't put off an image online that's not yourself. If someone meets you in real life and you're completely opposite of what you're posting, what you're putting out there, people are going to be disappointed. They want to see you. They don't want to see this fake, you know, actor, so to speak. So don't be outgoing on social social media and then be a total introvert jerk when yeah. you meet somebody in real life. Yeah, just people, okay. I mean, I, I think the reason like, let's just take your wife for example. She's built herself a huge following. Yep. Um, she's done it over a long period of time and people like to see her stuff because they like her. They like her the way she is. Yeah. She's very, she puts herself out there online, which I mean, for some people is obviously scary and some people don't want to do that. And that's great. If you don't want to do that, don't do it. But yeah, if that's, what that's the authentic part, right? Exactly. But if that's yeah. what you're looking to do, be authentic with it. Show people the real you. Now that doesn't mean you have to show them every aspect of your life, anything like that. But when you are on camera, be yourself. Don't try okay. to be someone else. Um, you now you can use what other people have done. Um, I always talk about being unique, which I think is an important thing online. You need to be unique to yourself. That doesn't mean you need to make something up completely that no one's ever done ever before. Now, if you can do that, great. Um, But if you can't just totally come up with a whole new concept, find people that inspire you, find, you know, topics that inspire you, but turn that into your own thing. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast this week. Um, 
they were interviewing one of the most successful venture capitalists in Silicon Valley, and he had invested in eBay and PayPal and Facebook and Uber. And he was talking about their job is they've got this pool of money, and then they have people come to them. It's like Shark Tank kind of, but not for TV. Uh-huh. And they'll have people come to them and pitch their ideas and their businesses and say, here's how much money we need to raise, and we're going to give you this much of the company and you know, blah, blah, blah. And he said what he looks for is not um, – people that come through the doors and they say, here is this need in society and here is how I will fulfill that need. Mm-hmm. He, he focuses on the people that say, here is this amazing product or service that I have created and then he helps them go find the need and the group of people that need it or that want it. And they may not even know that they need it right now, right? So it yeah. optimizes something. So there are a few, and you know, obviously some people disagree with that, but there are a few different ways to go about it. You don't have to be totally unique, right? There's no. a million different podcasts out there that interview entrepreneurs, Absolutely. right? And we haven't been created this new idea, but what we're doing is saying, here's what we like, here's what we do, here are the people that we talk with and interact with. And then there's going to be somebody out there that likes to listen to this and that that perceives value from our conversations. Mm -hmm. So there are, you know, there are many different ways to look at it. Don't be discouraged if you don't come up with a new, you know, Uber app or the new, you know, type of content that you're creating. And there might be somebody that's already doing it, but your spin on it and your, uh, uh, your authentic personality will attract a certain crowd. Exactly. I mean, you you even take Uber, for example, now we have Lyft, we have other ride sharing apps out there too. There's others and they're all doing very well. You know what I mean? So well, Uber's in a little bit of trouble recently. They are actually. I, <laughs> yeah. Yep, that is very true. Yeah, and, and for some reason, I wouldn't download on my phone when I was in Minnesota last week. I had to take really? a cab. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, bizarre. Weird. <laughs> Word on the street has it that Amazon actually might buy Lyft pretty soon. Really, which will be interesting. They just actually acquired Whole Foods. I don't know if you saw yes, that. Yes, I did see Amazon that. Amazon is taking over, and I freaking love Amazon, man. And something about that whole – I guess the reason people are speculating they're going to buy Lyft is so they can also do – there's two reasons. Part of it's that food delivery. I mean, yep. with, now that they bought Whole Foods, but also same-day shipping, which would ah, be that'd crazy. Be cool. So they so would, have, they would the, be able to take this whole pool of you know drivers oh, that are driving for Lyft already – and hire them to basically deliver people's packages that same day. Jeez. So it will be interesting to see what happens. Totally off subject, but yeah, no, but they're, I mean, they're a good example of being authentic, right? Yeah. I mean, they just kind of do what they want. Yep. And, um, you know, if you, if you find value in their services, which I find a lot of value in their services, I've been a prime member since like 2000, well, since it came out, I think, Yeah, same with um, me. you know, so, I mean, you, we might be talking in the next Jeff Bezos may be listening to us, right? I, I uh, hope so. Yeah. If you are, tweet, let me know. Right? <laughs> We'd love <laughs> to have you on. <laughs> I want to meet you one day. Exactly. Um, okay. So the first point is um, be unique and... and Well, create um, value. Create, so number okay, one was, yep. yeah, create value. Create value around your name, around what you do, around the content you're putting out. Number two, be authentic. There we go. That's um, what I was looking for. So yeah, like you said, you got to be authentic in who you are. Make sure that you're not just you know putting something out there that's fake. People okay, will so, see right through that. So this past week, you spent um, you spent the entire week working with and for a group of extreme athletes yes. that travel around the United States uh-huh. performing, and were they unique? Right, they are extremely successful. Um, What was your experience like with them? So yeah, I had the opportunity this last week, me and my business, to do some filming with Nitro Circus. Um, 
a lot of you have probably heard of them. They tour around the world doing crazy tricks. Um, I used I mean, to watch that show on MTV. Yes. I don't it started off MTV, as an MTV show yeah. um, with Travis Pastrana was one of the founders. Another guy down in Utah was the other founder. Um, it started off as just kind of the show. Then they turned it into kind of a live tour now. Um, so cool. So they tour all over the world do it, putting on these live shows. They also have another event called Nitro World Games, which is very similar to the X Games where the, okay. these athletes compete against each other. So it's turned into a huge brand. And so we had the opportunity to go out with some of the athletes, take them around Idaho. We did things like we went to the sand dunes, took them dirt biking, took them on some sand rails, different things out at the sand dunes. We went to Teton Pass out near Jackson Hole. Um, we went mountain biking with them. We went boating one day. Uh, we went we down went to Salt to Lake and worked with them as they put on a show, right? Yes, yep. And we went to our local skate park. We just did a bunch of crazy stuff. The series is kind of like an off-the-grid series, so like they they have their downtime. They just want to go out and have fun, enjoy life a little bit, and that's kind of what we were documenting. Yeah. Um, but seriously, they were some of the coolest, most down-to-earth people I think I've ever met. They were just super humble, super fun to be around, not yeah. at all like – I mean, when you get to that level where these guys are doing like things like triple backflips on their bikes and stuff, just pushing the limits, doing world's yeah. first all the time. And you just kind of almost expect them to be kind of, I don't know, self-centered, stuck up almost, you know, not want to right. talk to you too cool for you type of vibe. Um, and they weren't like that at all, man. They just, yeah. So this, go ahead. Yeah. So in like their, their area of expertise, their sport, they are the top of the top, right? It doesn't get oh, yes. any better than that's what they want to do. And people yes. strive to be. Uh-huh. And so you were hanging out with these guys and I mean, they were like, were they cool to you? I mean, oh, were yeah, they authentic, man. right? Super cool. Yeah. Yeah. They, it was really interesting. Like, cause like I said, I didn't expect that at all. Um, I almost expected it to be very like just kind of a business here. We're here to film. You guys do your thing. We'll tell you what to do and kind of go yeah. from there. But it was almost just like hanging out with a group of buddies, man. We're all goofing around the whole time, laughing, just having a <laughs> good time. Cool. And it was just a lot of fun. So very That's cool sweet. down to earth people. So they kind of embody that being authentic uh, point number two. Okay. And one thing I was really impressed with, there's obviously like everywhere they go, it, once people kind of catch wind of who they are, they, you know, it draws crowds and man, they're so cool with everyone else. Like the little kids that come up to them, you know, they get these like six year old boys who are like, Oh my gosh, this is the greatest yeah. thing ever. And they're super like, they'll take the time to sit down, talk to the kids, sign whatever they want. And they, man, that's cool. they just make the time for people and really make you feel like, you know, you're, they're, you're their best friend basically. So yeah, that's very cool. cool. One time I was playing bat little league basketball against one of the jazz players sons. Uh huh. And I went up to him and I was like, hey, can you sign my jersey? And he like looked at me. He's like, no, go away. <laughs> really? And I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. And uh, from that point forward, man, I was like, I'm not a fan of that guy. He was mean to me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah I mean, don't like be that person. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. Don't be that person. And that actually, like this wasn't even something I was going to talk about, but that kind of brings up a good point. With your audience, when you are posting stuff, engage with your audience. When they ask yeah. you questions, answer questions. They want to hear from you. Don't. Don't just leave everything neglected. Don't think you're too cool to answer because, hey, now I've got 20,000 followers. I don't need to answer anyone. Trust Talk me. With I'll your tell audience. you this. On Instagram, which is my biggest platform, uh-huh. people say, you probably won't ever see this, but, yeah. you know, no, they see it. I mean, unless it's like yes. the level of Justin Bieber, everybody sees their comments. And I'm going yes. through constantly and deleting the ones that are mean, you know, and, <laughs> and I need to do better in interacting with people. But, um, yeah, I think that that's a, a big time um, kind of good point and saying, yeah, people, I see them. We yeah. see the comments creators do. 
and make sure you're interacting with them. You can create a lifelong follower if you just reply Absolutely. back and say, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that or Absolutely. interacting on Twitter. So that's a really good point. Yeah. Don't be afraid to talk to them. I mean, like you said, it will turn them into a lifelong follower. The second you answer them, they're going to feel, I guess, I, I, you know, that euphoric feeling of, wow, my this person I look up to just answered me, talked back to me. They actually know I exist and they will follow and like and comment on everything you do from that point forward. So that's even happened to me that, you know. Um, I follow this guy. It's an author. His name is Jocko Willink, and he used to be a Navy SEAL. And uh-huh. uh, I've tweeted him a bunch of times, and he's really, really good at replying to people. And I thought, man, this is cool. That's actually why I signed up for jujitsu. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's really good to interact, and you you build build a brand and a reputation that people like. So that's a good yeah, point. It makes a huge difference. And so that brings me to my third point. And my third point is be consistent, and consistent on two levels consistent with the content you put out you want to put constant content out you know whether it's three times a week five times a week once a day twice a day whatever it is be consistent with it but also be consistent with the content you put out for people not just the amount of times you're putting it out but the actual content itself so if you start off you start gaining a following because you are on this cooking journey and then all of a sudden you switch over to be a fitness blogger you're going to lose your audience. They're following you because what you started off with, with that, you know, they were interested right. in your cooking side of things. Right. And now all of a sudden you're doing something completely different. Everything looks different. Everything feels different. People are going to be upset with that. You're going to lose that following. So continue to be consistent with your message, with the look of the content you're putting out, with the feel of it. Um, and with that same message, cause that's what people are following you for. Don't try to just be like, okay, now that I have this big following, I'm going to kind of change things up a little bit. Now I'm going to start taking a bunch of selfies and that's it. You're going to lose your audience if that's what you do. Right. Yeah. And I've noticed that on YouTube as well. So Carly and I have a YouTube channel and we have shied away big time from saying that we are daily vloggers uh-huh. because if you cannot uh, stay true to what you tell your audience you are going to do, they will be upset with you. Rightly so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, imagine a newspaper only comes out with, you know, an article when there's bad news or when there's good news. Right. And, and they say, you know, they, they deliver this content and it's unreliable and the schedule's not there. So I think that that's very true. Um, consistency helps build followers and it builds, um, a schedule and, you know, your viewers or your, the people that you engage with, you know, think, oh yeah, what are they going to bring? What value are they going to bring to me today? And I enjoy their videos. And people have actually tweeted us and said, hey, when's the video going to be up? I miss you guys. Yeah. And so, you know, that's because we've spent some time creating this reputation. And I think that that's very, very true. I follow these things on Facebook that are these, you know, cooking videos. And I love seeing what they can come up with. And there's just dumb videos like shot from over the top of a pan. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, like the BuzzFeed type of videos. Yeah, and you watch those, right? Oh, I yeah, watch those. Absolutely. And it's like, I enjoy this content and it's new content and it's regular and they're coming out with this mm-hmm. and they're actually putting effort into it. And so it really goes a long way. And shortly, my, well, after knowing that, my I've got my friends, I've got cooking videos, right? And so- yep you know, you, you'll build this reputation and you'll be able to engage with your client, your, not your clients, well, your, maybe your clients, your audience. But, so, yeah. Your audience. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, in a and good way. If you want to change up and you want to try something new, go ahead and do it. Just build a new platform. Don't do yeah. it on that same platform. Keep that platform consistent, start something new. So if you want to start, start doing fitness all of a sudden, start a whole new fitness Instagram. You know what I mean? Yes. That's separate from your other one that's already being successful. Don't try to change the one that you're already doing or don't try to mix it. Like now I'm going to do some fitness. I'm going to do some cooking tips. I'm going to do a little bit of lifestyle photos too. 
your, your audience won't know what your message is and it's hard to build an audience if they don't know what your message is behind your posts. If they don't know who you are, they don't know what kind of value bring you, you're bringing to the table with your, your content and it, you're just going to lose your audience completely. And it's going to be really hard to gain a following when people don't even know what they're following exactly. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I think the idea of telling your followers what you're doing yeah. um, also goes a long way. So being transparent with them. So I follow, I subscribe to this video website um, where they publish interviews with investors. And um, they launched after they, they did this daily video. Uh -huh. And then instead of drifting and combining different platforms, they launched another one called their publications video or publications website where they do um, articles and you can read these research reports and they do that twice a week. And then after they did that for a while, there's an audience that only wants audio. And so they launched a podcast. And so they've got these three different things and they didn't try to morph them all into one yeah. and create, you know, um, this, you know, it just gets complicated and some yeah. people don't yeah. like certain, certain types of content. So exactly. yeah, I think that's a good thing. Be consistent and the type of uploads that you produce and whether it's a photo or funny tweets or whatever, just maintain consistency so that your audience can depend on you and you can become that kind of exactly. point that they like. Yeah. And like you said, if you're going to be a daily vlogger, a daily poster, can keep to that post yeah. daily. Cause that's what yep. people want to see. Now, if, if you don't establish yourself that way, you know, post maybe every other day or maybe post, you know, once a week, whatever it is, I would suggest being consistent with that. Don't post like, you know, one Wednesday here, then a week and a half later, you post something else. And then like two weeks later, you post another thing. Then the next day you post something. It's just all over the place and your audience yeah. won't know when to expect anything. So it makes it yeah. harder. And like Charles Trippy, um, he has, he holds the record for number of consistent, number of days for a video uploaded. I think he's never missed since he started being, yeah. being a daily vlogger. And obviously things happen, right? And so there's some flexibility there, but try your hardest to stick to it and make sure you're doing what they what you say you're going to do. Absolutely. And that Perfect. being said, if you're just starting off with your, your YouTube channel, your Instagram page, whatever it is, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever you're trying to build, don't try to be consistent for two weeks and be like, Oh, this isn't working. I give up. Like yeah. this is a, this could be two years that it takes to really build your following. It could be a process. It could happen in two months. I don't know. It just depends, but be consistent and stay consistent. If you, re if this is something you really want to do, you got to just commit to it and just keep going. And it and might be a slow process. Up. You might, you know, it might be, you might start off at 200 followers and next week you're at 208 and it's like, man, I only got eight out of all this, you know, but Hey, yeah. you're eight more than you were before. So build another eight, then build another eight and just keep going and don't stop. Yeah, I agree. We learned that from episode three with Carl. He yeah. had been a YouTuber for like four or five years before it became his full-time job. Yeah. So, but they never gave up. Um, so, I mean, if you're, if you're dedicated and committed to it, you can make it happen for sure. Very, very few of us have a name like Justin Bieber going into it. You're not just going to have an automatic following going into something yeah. like this. They don't know who you are yet, you know? Yeah. Well, now, I mean, if you think about it, he only built his name because of how long he, you know, yeah. tried on the music side and he had YouTube yep. videos and all these different things and many, many failures before. But now when he migrates over to YouTube or Twitter, he takes a people whole group of people with him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But it took him a while to build his name to where he is. And then eventually, yeah, if you can get to the point where you have a big following on Instagram or whatever, luckily for you, when you move to these other platforms, you're probably going to take part of that audience with you. So it's a lot easier to start on those other platforms at that point. But if you're starting from ground zero, which most people are, it's going to take some time, but keep at it. 
follow those three points, create value, are your posts, are, is what you're putting out there creating value in people's lives? Is it yes. something that's going to benefit people? Can they take what you're putting out there and use it in their own lives? You know, is it going to be educational? Is it going to teach them how to do something new? Is it going to help them? You know, you, you get people like Tony Robbins that help inspire people. What is it that you're creating and is it creating value in their lives? If it is great, keep at it. Number two, be authentic, be yourself. Don't try to be someone else. Don't try to be fake. Be put yourself out there. It's, I mean, if, if this is the path you want to take, unfortunately, that's just what you're going to have to do. Yeah. If, if you don't want to put yourself out there, then you might not want to go down this route as you know, as a business plan building your own personal brand won't happen if you're too afraid to put yourself out there. In that case, you could, you know, start a company and build the brand yeah. around your company or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Do what I'm doing, help others to do it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, and then be consistent, be consistent with how much content, you know, when you put the content out there, whether it's daily, weekly, every Wednesday, every Tuesday, be consistent with that, but also be consistent with your message behind everything and be consistent to who you are and how you started. Yep. I like it. And then I all guess right. you could all you could throw one more thing out there too. This wasn't something I had written down, but be positive through all through all of this because it is yeah. a journey. It does take time. It's not going to come overnight. So just stay positive. If you just gained one more follower this week and that's all you gained, hey, that's one more than you had last week. So just, you know, just look at it that way. Just keep yeah. going. Be positive with what you're putting out there. Don't give up after 2 weeks because you're not all the, you don't all of a sudden don't have 200 million followers because it's not going to happen that way. So yeah, it's going to take a long time to build it, and it's going to take a long time to find success in in everything. And if you get success faster than others, um, you know, consider yourself lucky because this yeah. is a tough journey, and it, it does take a while. But if you if you dedicate your time and your energies to it, and you never give up, then success will be there in one form Absolutely. or another. Absolutely. So, I mean, obviously there's a lot more to it than that. There's a lot more things you can cover. There's a lot more topics you can cover, but those are just a few that stick out to me that if you're really looking to start something, those are a few that I would suggest to kind of look at with your brand, with what you're doing. And if you can stick to those, I think you definitely will find some success and you'll find things that work for you and things that don't work for you. And everyone's different and everyone's, you know, audience is different. So you really have to learn about your audience and what they want and really apply that in what you're doing. But I think if you stick to these points, it definitely is going to help with that journey. And then one of the things I wanna mention really quickly, um, once you've built a following, don't underestimate the value of that following. It's very, very difficult to build an organic following and have decent engagement. So one of the things that will happen to creators is they will be offered partnerships or uh, you know brand deals or um, these agreements mm -hmm. with companies and the company will want the creator to use their platform and engage with their audience and bring a product or service to them. Um, don't undervalue that. So don't build you know, a platform for a year and a half, two years, and then take 50 bucks or 10 bucks you know, to go tweet this photo. Um, and one of the websites that I have used and it's very, very valuable for creators is socialbluebook.com. And you can go in there and they have an API that will log in. You'll, you'll create an account on their uh, website and then it will take like the value the blue book value of your platform and it will say here is what you deserve here is the value of your reach and your engagement and when a brand wants to work with you here is what you should ask for and yeah. i have used that as kind of my hard line when i will do a you know a marketing campaign with a company i'll and they'll say hey we'll give you this much money to do this deal for us and it, it's under my social blue book, I say, nope, not going to do it. And that will help bring the value for, and, and connect the business to this new wave of 
influencers and creators and it will help bring the value of that platform up because this reach that creators are able to to come up with and build over time is very very organic and very powerful so don't yeah. underestimate the value of your brand and what you've done and then companies and advertising agencies and marketing agencies will be able to see okay here's what we need to do and here's the true value of this so it helps yeah. the entire community helps yourself helps the the retailers and the big businesses realize how valuable you are Absolutely. I mean, coming from my standpoint, obviously, I, I work with, you know, people like your wife. I work with brands. I've seen it all. I've seen both sides. And yeah. every time they're going to come in with a smaller, you know, <laughs> yeah. offer at first, they're going to say, hey, uh, how about 500 bucks for that? Because they're trying to save as much money as they can. They're bought, you know, they have their bottom line to look at. So they're always going to kind of come in at a kind of a low ball quote yep. and they almost expect you to come back with a different, you know, like, yeah, that's great, but I'm actually more at this level. And then you guys can kind of, you know, figure it out from there. So yeah, don't yeah, sell yourself short. Absolutely not. I mean, the second you sell yourself short that you, you kind of almost put yourself in a category where you're only worth that if that's all you're going to accept, you know what I mean? It's going to be hard to find more money because you just set your value at whatever it is you just said, yeah. that, you know? Yeah. So yeah, if you're worth $50,000 a post, don't be afraid to ask it. That's what you're worth and you have numbers to prove it. Like, yeah, social blue book, like you said, it takes, it, it's not just making these numbers up. It's taking it from, you know, how much engagement you're getting, how many followers you have, and it's basing it off what other, you know, deals people have done in the past and using yep. that to create a number for you. So it's very useful instead of just throwing a random number out because most people don't know, even know how to value themselves. That's one of the yeah. hardest things to do. Like, I don't even know what to charge for this, you know? Yep. So you have this tool that will help you to kind of come up with that number and you might have to adjust it based on what it comes out with. Cause it's, you might be like, you know what? I don't think it's taking into account this or that, or it might take more time to, to create this video than it's considering here. So I actually have to charge a little bit more than what it's saying, you know, yep. so, but it's a good starting point for sure. Yeah. And then once you get that, you'll get a feel for it and you'll have your finger kind of on the pulse of the market and you'll be able to kind of gauge and, and at times, you know, the other thing is if you have a brand integration, that's totally random from your, <laughs> your content. Like if you're a, a finance guy and, and wanting to advertise for a, fitness company it's just not going to work out so yeah. you know use your mind and your network and, and build something yeah. that's organic and real that is a very good point um don't take things that are totally like like you just said you're a finance guy and all of a sudden you take like a fitness type of thing yeah your audience is going to be like what in the freak is this it's going to <laughs> yeah. feel like an advertisement don't you don't want your stuff to feel like an advertisement. You want it to be integrated into what you do very easily, you know? Yeah. So be careful with what offers you take. At first, you're going to want to take every offer that's thrown your way because yep. it's money, but be very careful because you could lose your audience really quick if you take the wrong offers. So and I think that just, goes back to being authentic, right? Exactly. And creating value. So it flows into point one and point two, rule one or rule two, I yep. guess. So just think about that. Don't be so quick to, you know, oh, money offer. Great. Yeah, think about it. Is this going to affect, are people going to like this? Is my audience going to like this? And if not, it might be very hard to say no, but you might need to say no at that point. It, because it could do, I mean, the money is nice, but it could do more damage to your brand than Absolutely. bring value. So Absolutely. perfect. I like it, man. Any, any last parting words? I think this has no. been extremely valuable. Obviously it's just the tip of the iceberg, but yeah. if you do these things, you will find success. And you've yeah. seen it in your your own business and in your own personal uh, brand. Absolutely. There's no, I mean, I think everyone wants kind of like, a, you know, the secret. Here's the secret to success. It's not really a secret. It's just hard work 
and dedication and yep. the hard, you have to work hard at it. It's not just going to be easy. You're not going to just sit back, take 10 minutes, post one photo to Instagram each day. And all of a sudden you're, you have 500,000 followers and you're making, you know, tons of money. It's not going to happen that way. You're going to have to put in the time to make it work. You're going to have to really work hard at it. And it's, like I said, it's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. So just keep at it. Keep working hard. And I promise if you're doing it right and if you're really putting out a good message and you really, you know, are being yourself, I, th I think it will happen. It'll just take some time to, to get to that point. Yep. Well, just stay consistent. All right. Well, I think that this has been a really valuable episode. Um, if our listeners have any questions, feel free to tweet us or ask us questions in an email or on Instagram, whatever. And um, let us know how you like the, the new format of this show. Obviously, we're going to continue doing interviews of successful entrepreneurs and, and yeah. successful individuals. But I think we're going to mingle in um, some of these kind of topic-specific podcasts. And then we're probably going to have a roundtable discussion episode here and there. And then we're probably actually going to up the frequency um, pretty short, pretty soon here um, yeah. and maybe do a, an episode um every Monday like we've been doing, but then an episode, a surprise episode on a, you know, a Thursday or so, something yeah. short and sweet. So let us know if you like the feedback, any creative ideas you have, we'll take that into consideration and then we'll kind of build a hopefully organic and unique following and something that's got value and will be authentic, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And let it, let us know, like, if you like what we're talking about, if there's something else you'd like to hear about, let us know because we want it. We want to, you know, create value for you guys. This isn't for us. So this is to help you guys. So whatever questions you have, whatever you topics you have, let us know. Um, we'd love to discuss them and kind of give our, our opinions on whatever it is. Perfect. I like it. You actually taught me something. So I'm going to go streamline my own Instagram. <laughs> Sweet. Make yeah, some more go, money, man. huh? That's right. Hey, I just want to throw a quick shout out too. We are, this is going to be episode number five. So we've put up four episodes so far. Um, Thanks to everyone listening. We have actually broken to the top 5% of downloads when it comes to podcasts, which is just <laughs> yeah. crazy. I did not expect that right away. Yeah. Um, so thank you to everyone listening. We hope we can continue down that road. We hope it's not just a one month thing and all of a sudden, you know, our numbers are way down. So we're, we're going to continue to try to create value, like we said, and come up with new ideas to really make this show beneficial to everyone that's listening. But thank you to everyone that's listening and helping us get to where we are already because we did not expect this so quickly. Yeah, kind of blown away. And then another thing, if any of our listeners have anybody that they would like to have on the show, we've got our own network, but maybe somebody that you follow or somebody that you know would be willing or like the idea of coming on the show, make that happen. Um, I'm actually really responsive on Twitter. I try to be. So my handle is at JacksonWoodHQ. And then we have at YS Podcast, which we're going to be starting pretty soon. So feel free, I'm going to manage both of those. So feel free to reach out and make the connection. I'd love to break out of our network and kind of get some guests on and maybe somebody I don't even know. It'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. So let us know. We want to hear your opinion. We can talk to anyone through Skype. It doesn't have to be face-to-face. -face, so Yeah, we figured that out finally. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, guys. Cool. Thank you.